0: excellent archives where we watch each and every episode of the 1996 cg cartoon beast wars transformers uh i'm james i'm dode and today we're here to talk about uh, episode eight double jeopardy which aired on october 7th 1996 it was written by jesse winfield who who uh, previously wrote chain of command which is a uh, kind of will make for an interesting contrast since it has, has kind of a similar some well some similar themes about like leadership and stuff i don't know i, I, I noticed parallels between the two episodes um, no, it's these are the only two episodes he wrote for the show, though.
1: Uh, and as far as I could tell, these are his only professional credits.
0: Uh, no, actually, I was looking at uh, looking it up. No, he worked on a couple random episodes of like reboot and Shadow Rangers. He seems to be more of an, an animator than a director, and apparently also like had a a side job or something, programming like a, a bunch of like GBA games, mostly licensed stuff. But hey, it's more things he's done.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, sorry. Like that, that, that I, I made a mistake. You're right. Jesse Winfield didn't do anything more than didn't have any additional credits. Sorry. That stuff belonged to, uh, Mark Scheinman, who's the director on this episode.
1: Okay. That makes more sense.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) Off my game today. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Mark Scheinman, uh, is the only episode that he's directed, but he also was, uh, one of the series animators for Beast Wars. Yeah. So that, that would fit more in line. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: So, uh, we start off with, uh, actually a pretty, like, uh, a lot of action. Like, yeah, we start with, have a pretty action-packed opener for this show. So, uh, we, so we have it open with another stasis pod crashing in through the atmosphere. We cut to, uh, Primal Dinobot looking for it in, uh, a snowy box canyon. It's a really beautiful, a really nice set. Like, we made fun of them, uh. Going easy with the northern sector last time, but we here to get some rocks, some snow. It's very well designed. I don't Probably know if they, ju- s- I don't know s- if they just got more money or just got a bit more ambitious this time.
1: Probably still easier to render it with all the white.
0: Yeah, but it's not just like an endless field of white. You can actually see like rocks and stuff underneath.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're tracking the pod with a rat trap on the computer, right? who tells them that uh, they should be like they should be right on top of it. And if they're any closer, they could have bu- they'd be bitten by it and. Well, they are close. Unfortunately, it's way up on the ledge uh, where the Predacon Flyers happen to be who immediately start shooting at them,
1: of course. Terror sword thinks the pod will be his trophy, but mm-hmm. Waspinator <laughs> when he turns around, is already carrying it off.
0: Yeah, awkwardly flying back. It's like the second that we've had like Waspander, like awkwardly carrying something since again, remember, he transforms into a giant wasp, so he has like, the spindly little bug things carrying this pod. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the ground, uh, there's kind of a pincer attack in this Box Canyon where Scorpionax is behind and shooting at them. So Optimus and uh, Dinobot fight, but they get taken down pretty quickly. Optimus gets blasted out of the air when he tries to follow, and get and uh, another kind of like a bit of like like more advanced animation is they are blasted, blasted to heck in this episode in this opening scene.
1: Yeah, I believe it's um, the technical term is called the damage model. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're using the damage models more uh, more effectively this time around.
0: Yeah, and they will they will keep using them throughout this episode. But like it, it does make yeah, so it's so it's a, it got a pretty dramatic opener instead of the kind of just like oh, let's slowly get into the episode that the past couple episodes have had. Cut from there back to the Axelon, where they reveal this is the third time, third operation they've been ambushed by the Predacons. Cheetor joke said it's almost as if some rats slipping the info.
1: Hey, I resemble that remark. Yeah, <laughs>
0: of course. Uh, Dinobot immediately jumps to his go-to that uh, rat trap is the traitor. Of course, he doesn't trap trap trap. Everyone, of course, is, is willing to like pass it off and think and think that he's just being paranoid. Except for Optimus, much to everyone's surprise.
1: Yeah, uh, something I really liked was uh, they when. And Rat Trap took offense to <laughs> t George's rat line. Uh, yeah. He says like, "Oh, I, I meant metaphorically." And Then he still he still gives him a side eye. Uh, so T-Dor yeah. just like raises his hands in apology. I'm like, "I'm sorry, man." Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm yeah. like, "Oh, this actually shows some bonding between them."
0: Yeah, the the acting animation's pretty uh, pretty good. They got a little got a little choice stuff like that. Like, there's a really good part coming up that I'll point out. When we get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyways, Primal says is that uh, he's going to talk to Rat Trap alone. And then we cut back to the cut to the Pred Base where uh, they are currently scanning their newly acquired Protoform. Tarantulas is handling it, and he picks a black widow spider that happens to be living in their you know volcanic lava area somehow.
1: I think it was just like within the vicinity enough yeah. to. Uh... Oh, yeah, have you realized that? Okay, so. Uh... So the the dark side is like very near a lava pit, right? And the the is up on a cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm just trying to. Uh, I think there's actually a stream nearby. So they actually the bases are representing opposite elements. Lava is meaning fire and earth, and up on a cliff with a stream nearby, water and air.
0: It's I just true. realized that just now. It's good the bad guys crashing into lava. It'd be really awkward if the Maximals were there. <laughs> Good guys can't have volcano bases. Exactly. Okay, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, now I want to see Megatron's face carved into it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Tarantulas scans Black on and we get uh, our, our, another new cast member. We get Black Arachnia, who comes out in his very uh, sexy robot.
1: Yeah, do you want to tell the story now?
0: I mean, not to say but like, uh, like I kind of, I think I joked about this uh, off mic or like previously, that uh, her character at her initial appearance and character in this episode reminds me of uh, the episode of Futurama where they have a uh, Lucy Lou's head and they send like the Lucy Liu bots after them and they switch the dial for, to a uh, erotic assassin. <laughs> That's kind of her character at this point. Oh yeah, uh, no, I
1: remember you saying. I think I might have been in our uh, pilot episode where you're uh-huh. just. Yeah, we were just recorded it for the sake of recording.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh. Yeah, uh, uh. Megatron actually comments on, uh, Tarantulas' beast mode selection.
1: Oh, before that, though, uh, after, uh, after Black Arachnea just poses a, a little bit, <laughs> Tarantulas just says, like, oh, be still my spinneress, and gives a little, like, Beavis and Buttheads <laughs> chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and then Megatron comments. Yeah.
0: Actually, no, I'll, I'll say the story. So, like again, like part of the reason, yes, Legend Legend has it. Part of the reason why Black Canary looks the like she did because she doesn't really look like her toy. For uh, behind the scenes, her toy is a repaint of Tarantulas. Apparently, uh, I was re- doing some research on good old Alt Toys Transformers, and apparently at the time, to- uh, I'm someone asked the animators, and they said the reason they did it. Uh, they drag the person who's in charge of modeling to a strip club to get him inspiration, <laughs> which is um. I remember laughing at the time, and now I'm just like, Ooh, that, "That's maybe not the best story." She's going to get better, but uh, she's going to be a bit rough this starting starting off.
1: Yeah, uh, and the... unfortunately, her yeah, uh, she changes form near the end of the series. That's not exactly doesn't really. Yeah. help the case of how her design came to be. Yeah.
0: Well, I'd like to say that this is it. She gets to like do a lot of good character work, but she actually kind of gets cut pushed to the side due to the uh, other plot uh, this mm-hmm. episode. Because we go back to the Axelon, Cheetor and Rhinox are discussing, it, like, no, Rattrap couldn't possibly be traitors. Before they hear uh, Optimus and Rattrap yelling, who are seem to be on the other side of the room. I assumed when uh, Primal said he was going to take talk to Ratrap alone, he'd go to like I don't know an office or something. But in any case, Primal orders him on a dangerous mission into the lava sector to check for energon as a way to check his loyalty.
1: Makes no sense, but okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, There's a lot of things that don't make sense about this when we get to the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, let's let's not. I'm not. I'm. I usually poke the logic of these of the show. I'm not going to do that because it's. There's a lot of places where it's held together by duct tape yeah mm-hmm. and as, so anyone, anyway. as anyone who knows anything about pokemon never never take off the duct tape uh,
0: anyways we cut to the uh we cut to the i think there's a commercial break and we cut to the lava sector and ranch is not heavy to be there because there's not really in that doesn't need much of anything it's just mostly lava and as we swimming back to base we find out that uh Gasp, the reasons the ter- the protocols don't happen is that they're listening into all their into their comms.
1: Which could have still been a spy, but we don't know that at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all we know is they broke codes.
0: Yeah. So they uh so Megatron sends Pterosaur out to uh get Rat Trap. So uh we shortly get into like Rat uh, Pterosaur shows up pretty quickly and then they start fighting. Uh Rat Trap radius based led an attack, and of course, and uh she, uh, she immediately chimes in. They're like, oh, well, he can't be a spy because the Predacons are attacking him. But the fight quickly turns against Rattrap and he gets pinned by Pterosaur. And he ends up surrendering
1: and to ter- begs, begs for mercy, apparently. Yeah,
0: this is still over. So everyone at the base is shocked that... uh, Well, except, of course, for Dinobot and Optimus. So uh, Terrasaur, is better life life. He becomes his new lieutenant and he... Waves his hand over like Rattrap's arm and changes his maximal symbol to a Predacon symbol. Oh,
1: um, wait, Ohan, the way, the way you said that makes it sound like Pterosaur oh. waved w- 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 his hand over. Yeah, yeah it, but... okay,
0: sorry. Yeah, just to be clear, so as proof of his loyalty, uh, Rattrap holds up his arm where he has a maximal symbol on it, and Pterosaur waves his arm, hand over it, and it switches him over to a Predacon symbol.
1: I, I thought Rattrap waved his own hand over his arm.
0: No, 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 you're thinking of later.
1: No, I thought he did it both times.
0: Mm-mm. I'm pretty certain Pterosaur does it this time.
1: Uh, I mean, do you have it open? You can check. Uh, it looked like red. Yeah, hand.
0: Nope, Pterosaur definitely waves his hand over. Okay. Uh. Anyway. So uh, Terrasaur presents... So we cut back to the Predacon on ship. And Pterosaur presents his new lieutenant, uh, who is uh, currently in a cage. Gives this long speech about how, you know, this proves his, uh, competency. And I forget all that he says, but like, that's less important because in the background, Dratrap is like kind of miming along to him as he's doing stuff. <laughs> and we're like a good bit of subtle comedy. Yeah.
1: I, I see like when he says like meet my new Lieutenant, Dratrap just like, you know, he's holding the bars and he just, yeah. waves, he just waves. I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> it just made me laugh because it. It's very subtle commentary and like it's bordering on Rattrap mocking pterosaur. Mm-hmm. You're not totally sure. Uh-huh. Of course, uh Megatron is
0: a bit skeptical of a sudden change of heart and uh, tells Yeah, and uh, tells uh, Pterosaur is a fool as uh Rat s- sneaks out open like in the background, sneaks opens a cage and basically tases Megatron, trapping him in beast more which of course causes Pterosaur to immediately declare himself leader of the Predacons again.
1: Yeah, so the, is, we I think it was uh, Command, uh, Power Surge. Uh, in Power Surge, Megatron says, I thought you learned your lesson uh, about betraying me last time. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be that this episode was meant to come before Power Surge.
0: Yeah, no, it could be.
1: Uh, like, it, it's not in, like, production order or epi- or airing order, but mm-hmm. it could have been at one point, and they forgot to fix the script. Maybe, but
0: I feel this one has to be later, because it has Black Arachnia, and the animation is a lot more complicated.
1: Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm saying I, well, during the scripting phase.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, during scripting.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then they just forgot to take that line out, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But anyways, Pterosaur once it carries himself leader, and, uh asked if the Predacons go them. And, of course, the other Preds are a bit mixed. Terror, uh, is still believes in Megatron as doing his weird speak in third person again. Uh, Black Arachnia, who has, who like, really only been active for, like, not even a day, is immediately willing to ditch Megatron, which I think is interesting.
1: I, I think, uh, besides making her a spider, I think Transverse may have also put some of his own... Uh, mm-hmm. What's... Uh, not treacherousness into her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Later on, we are gonna find that uh, that uh, black. uh Trench has had like specific reasons for uh, for uh, picking tra- uh black rock and It's not just like sexy, sexy times. Thankfully.
1: Yeah, eventually, like he starts to just call her witch all the time, and I'm I'm not actually like he says it like he's not actually calling her the uh, he's not insulting her. He he like starts actually calling her a witch uh-huh all the time yeah
0: yeah but anyway so the uh yeah so the uh they decide that you know, that they're going to settle this in a debate which is kind of weird because again the same road wrote chain and command where dinobot was mocking the maximals for like having a secret ballot and here we have the predacons deciding like let's have a let's have a debate to settle who's going to actually be leader of the
1: predacons and then, yeah, Tarantulas uh, says, like, we probably shouldn't discuss this in front of the Maximal, uh, which kind yeah. <laughs> of funny. They gave him a stage whisper for just that one moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they they uh, lock up Ratchet again, as well as Megatron, and put them in, like, the brig, which is precariously over lava, which I wonder. Was there lava there before, or they just figured, like, or there was a crash, and they figured, like, eh, it's the brig doesn't matter if they accidentally fall into lava it's a feature, not a bug
1: I feel like this was like hanging over uh the brig, so it was a it was a long drop to the bottom mm-hmm. that that's what I kind of took it as yeah I think the dark side is a lot uh is meant to be kind of very cavernous on the inside, So yeah. that's why they had those floating platforms anyways yeah
0: I mean it's not very i like, the lava just got kind of killed their OSHA compliance,
1: yeah. Got to keep it yeah. in the future somehow.
0: Anyways, Megatron is uh, not interested in staying in the brig, and he gives, he Megatron has some really good lines this episode. He says, The wise tyrant always ensues his prisons are designed for his personal escape, where he talks to the ship's computer, gets the cell unlocked, and a floating platform to carry him over to the CR chamber so he can get repaired. And he heads off.
1: Yeah, uh, do, do you watch Legend of Tomorrow? Uh, I do not. Okay, well, there's – something similar kind of happens, uh, and the captain of the wave rider, uh, Rip Hunter, uh, Rip Hunter, like, kind of – he was sort of brainwashed, Mm -hmm. uh, and they captured him. uh, Or, I mean, the good guys captured him after he was brainwashed to be a bad guy. Uh, They put him in the brig, and then he says, like, "Gideon," And the ship responds, like, yes, captain. So he's, like, probably the most dangerous bad guy the entire season – at that moment, because he has mm-hmm. full control of the entire ship, and knowing him, even if they did lock out his command codes, he would still put in some kind of background, uh, some kind of failsafe, just in case like the ship was taken over by pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of kind of reminds you of that, yeah. which you know, but happens twenty years later. But
0: yeah, I was actually going to go with uh, Lord Ventarni from uh, Discworld, where he's the the tyrant of the city and. I think in uh, one in one of the first books, he gets supposed to lock into a dungeon, but he reveals that uh, that's actually okay because all the locks are on the inside, so he can basically use it to like hold himself up if there's a riot, and then he also escapes from a secret tunnel when he wants to get out. No, it's a good bit of like supervillainy from Megatron. Just like what a-? it's like whatever you're going to lock me up. It's this is my ship.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm slowly going through Gravity Falls because of uh, uh, Matt's fifth draw, Wild Super Sode, mm-hmm. uh, and I got to the episode where they meet the Eighth and a Half President, who has the President's key, which will open any lock in America. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, that's basically what Megatron does for here. Yep. Anyways, he leaves Rat
0: Trap alone. Who then uh, he transforms using the uh, keyword "maximize." and then immediately switches his symbol back to a maximal symbol. So uh, so uh, immediately, the audience knows something is up. Uh, the protacons don't, as they're still busy debating. So Rattrap manages to jump from his cell over to, uh, I guess, some kind of big ventilation shaft. I mean, I, we know they have big ventilation shaft. Cheeto was running through them like like five episodes ago.
1: Yeah, uh, his cage is hanging from the ceiling, which we forgot to yeah. mention. He basically just swings that back and forth till he's close enough to jump over. Yeah. When he gets inside the ventilation shaft, he, uh, he accidentally comes across the vent to the the main room of the, of the dark side, and here's all the Predacons just uh, plotting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then he sees an actual rat who just nods to him. He's like, hey, come over this way. <laughs> and Rattrap uh, just looks at the camera, shrugs, and follows the rat.
0: <laughs> That's right, he does it. He does
1: do that. He also,
0: uh, as he leaves, he just like casually waves goodbye to Pterosaur, who doesn't notice him.
1: Yeah, more, more silent comedy.
0: Yeah. We right. then briefly cut side of the base where the Maximals are uh, outside the Protagon base getting ready to attack, but for some reason, Primal is holding them off. He's waiting for something wonder what that
1: could be the opportune moment to strike
0: yes so, yeah so inside our uh, brat trap comes is still in the shaft sees a wasp at a control console that helpfully hopefully says a lot of scanning for maximal frequencies yes yeah, so he waits for wasp to leave and he jumps down and rips the panel open and finds a finds a uh, chip with a maximal symbol on it
1: uh yeah, and we later found out it's a Maximal decoder chip, which you probably just yeah. got lost in the crash. But on the chip is some Cybertronics, which <laughs> which reads caution: very hot.
0: <laughs> I guess it can't be that hot. The trap didn't have any problems.
1: Uh, you're assuming he would he'd even. Uh, also, I, mean, uh, I, feel, I feel like he's a robot. I'm not sure if they have a sense of touch.
0: Yeah. Also, it's written. It's written on the underside of the chip, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I got the cybertronics from the okay. from the wiki because,
0: like, the front of it has a maximum symbol. Like, where are they write it on the bottom, how's anyone going to see that?
1: Yeah, that's I true. Don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah, dude, I'm not. I'm not doubting it's there. I'm just like thinking from a design standpoint that useful. Mm. Anywho, uh, yeah, he starts to leave and uh, trip accidentally trips a, a web trap, which alerts uh Tarantulus, who's getting ready to uh, eat a rat, presumably the same rat.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah. Th- that rat helped Trap out, and Ratchet accidentally helped it out.
0: Yeah. So Ratchet manages to get back to his sn- gets back into his cell, but not before Tarantulus sees him and realizes that this is all a ruse, and tells that he's going to tell the rest of the Predacons, and he gets ready to transform, but uh. <laughs> In the ultimate show of disrespect, Trap shoots him as he's transforming and knocks him out.
1: Shoots him right in the face as he's monologuing.
0: Yeah, no, no, he's like literally trans. It's it's even ruder than that. He's transforming. You don't shoot someone when they're doing it when they're transforming. Come
1: on oh, now. Has Power Rangers taught us nothing? I know. <laughs> oh, wait, she, anyway, um,
0: Trap, as Trap just lies there twitching, and again another good example of damage modeling in this one.
1: Yeah, uh, just going back a moment. So, uh, Trent just about to eat that rat reminded me of uh, of like there's some spiders that actually do that. Yeah, the because uh, you know m- most people think of spiders eating insects. Right. But there's a, there are some spiders that will eat eat birds that mm-hmm. are bigger than them, but they don't actually eat birds very often. They actually eat yeah. rats mostly. Huh. Yeah, they just remind that. Yeah.
0: Most don't do it by dangling a spider by, a ta- by its tail over its mouth.
1: Uh, the that uh, what's the, the trapdoor spider is is a pretty scary thing though. It does yeah. it does almost that thing.
0: <laughs> Anyways, oh the one last thing Rat Trap does after uh, he gets uh, is he sends a signal and uh, outside the Maximals attack, catching all of the Predacons off guard. Terrasaur wonders why didn't they get into signal, and Rosman responds that uh, they're no like uh, they're no longer scanning the code frequencies. When uh, suddenly Megatron shows up, Terrasaur okay. and asks, uh, "What are you going to do, leader?" Which catches Terrasaur off guard. Uh,
1: yeah, he says, "You're allowing me to lead," and uh, once again, uh, just sh- playing up the fact that he's a T-Rex, therefore an actual tyrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megatron responds, a wise tyrant always allows a fool to take the lead in this crisis.
0: Yeah, which completely goes over Pterosaur's head. He's just like, well, okay then, let's attack. <laughs> <laughs> so they all run, uh, like, uh, oh, and they also, he also demands to free his uh, lieutenant to go for the attack as well. Important distinction. Mm-hmm. So they all head out to attack, and uh, I think Cheetor notes that they're outnumbered. Since uh, not only do they have Rattrap, they have their new Predacon recruit. I think, says, Ryan, I think it was Rhinox. Oh, I think, yeah, it's, it's Rhinox. Yeah. But uh, Primal says that's okay. They have a secret weapon as he flies up, up into the sky. Uh, you know, on the ground, Terrasaur orders Rattrap to prove his loyalty. And he takes aim in at Rattrap at, at Optimus Prime and blows him out of the sky. And shoots him down out of the sky in a very dramatic moment.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, you. Yeah. ordered him to shoot primal yeah. out of the sky in order to prove his yeah. loyalty. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Cheetor gives a big no and charges at the front, firing and t- runs in straight into Black Arachnia, where he fires at her, but only seems to like knock off her legs. And he keeps charging where she just like take where he takes she takes him down with like a single kick.
1: Yeah, it flips who his back and uh, what did what did you say like not today or something like that.
0: Something like that. It's like one of our only two lines in this episode, but I forget what it is. I want to say like something to the extent of, not today, pussycat. Even though I don't think that's literally what she says.
1: Yeah, not, not today is probably like close enough. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Dinobot also charges for it, but then he ends up getting grabbed with Megatron, who, like, puts his head in it, puts Dinobot's head in, like, his T-Rex head, So, ready to crush him.
1: Yeah, I put, it, uh, I put it in my notes as his jaw claw.
0: Yeah. That, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he also tells uh, Rattrap to choose, which seems a little redundant. You already had your, like, oh, do this, like, prove your loyalty thing. And uh, But in this case, Ratchet responds by shooting Pterosaur in the face, literally locking his head off.
1: Yeah, he, he does. Uh, he does sort of play it off as "oops, actually," because he like closes his eyes and turns his head, and then, <laughs> and then once again shoots Pterosaur in the face, which we know because later on when he, we see his damage, damage model, there's scorch marks all around his mouth. Yeah. Well, not only that, his head goes flying off. This, of
0: course, this is a kid. The, like, but it's a but but it's robot, so you can do as much violence as you want.
1: Yeah. Anyways, luckily, uh, luckily the US has this thing called fantasy violence for so you can <laughs> really put the rain, rating down a little bit.
0: Yeah, Dinobot manages to get out of the, the jaw claw and punches Megatron in the mouth. causing him to spit out a tooth, which is kind of amusing. Before uh, Primal, to, before Primal set to grab Rat Trap and to retreat.
1: where Rhinox goes beast mode, and then once again, he literally charges, like, we just, uh, Cheetor and Dinobot were just rushing the Predacons. Uh, Rhinox all out charges straight through, uh, three Predacons, as if he's bowling them over, and then doesn't even stop and yells to Rattrap, get on.
0: Yeah. So, at that point, Megatron asks if anyone still wants to fight for a pterosaur, and they're all, um, not very interested. And we get, like, our third great Megatron line. And thus ends the glorious reign of Pterosaur. A lost battle, a missing Black Arachne, and who knows what damage infiltrated by the Maximal sky, uh, Spy. And I think he, like, knocks Pterosaur and Pterosaur, who, who has put his head on his body, but then it just falls off again. And I think he says the line, oh, my aching head.
1: Yeah, which, uh, his mentioning, like, Black Arachnea is missing was... The only clue I had, because if you didn't say that, I wouldn't have noticed. Honestly, I kept yeah. I went back no, I time. actually went back
0: and said, like, did she go missing and get taken out in the episode? And she doesn't. Which I wonder if there was something that, that they scripted that didn't end up doing.
1: Yeah, I think she. I think she like you know wiped the floor with Cheetor and then just uh just wandered off or something.
0: Yeah, I was trying to see if there was any bits for, like one of the like one of the writers talked on like all toys transformers about it and didn't see anything mentioned about it. So I don't know. Yeah, I i that's I, I, retroactively, I'd say it's a sign that Black Arachnia is not really trusted. But here it just seems like a we, like like a, like a plot hole.
1: Yeah. Once again, something they forgot to take out of the script.
0: Yeah. Anyways, after that, we uh, cut back to the Maxwell base where. Dinobot is literally ready to kill kill Rat Trap. Uh, he has his, like, spinny blade thing out and is getting ready to end Rat Trap right there and then on the ship.
1: He basically just, uh, he's like, well, we're going to kill him. Let me do it. I'll do it. You guys don't have yeah. to get your hands dirty.
0: Yeah, but Optimus tells him to stand down because he has something to give Rat Trap his thanks. Hmm. And then it goes, What? Where Optimus reveals it was a setup. And uh and uh Rat Trap mm-hmm. takes out the chip and says, Oh, this is how they were doing it. They must have gotten it from a down thing. So uh this leads Cheetor and Ryan to ask, like, why didn't you tell us? And uh Adma says, like, Oh, you we needed it to be believable, which I question that heavily.
1: I, I mean, okay, I've seen this exact scenario play out, I guess not before but since. Yeah. And you, you okay, hypothetically, if they did have an actual spy, you need to, you need to not tell anyone so that, right. to make sure it doesn't get back to the spy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. I mean, I wouldn't really suspect right. Rhinox or Cheetor of being a spy, but if there was a spy, you you want to keep a, yeah. keep a tight inner circle.
0: Or even if they thought, like, say they were, they were being bugged or something. But, like, they seem pretty confident that it was just that they were getting their toms tapped so I'm they not sure, uh, like
1: they knew there was an information leak, they weren't sure why, so they sent Trap in to figure out what's going on. Yeah. That's what at I the, think.
0: Yeah, at the very least he probably could've revealed it on the way back as opposed to getting all the way back in the ship and then done about getting ready to murder Rat Trap.
1: I think Rhinox just didn't want to stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although the uh, last line is tells uh the problem says like you didn't have to make it that realistic, kind of like Massaging his shoulder from where he got shot, and uh, Rax is like,
1: "Well, I was trying to miss." Yeah, which kind of just uh, hints that maybe Rat Trap just a horrible shot because mm-hmm. early in the episode, uh, when he's trying to shoot a Terrorstor in the lava pits, he, a sword, uh remarks on his marksmanship.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he was like intentionally a bad shot or was like just trying not to hit because he was trying to get captured.
1: I try. I assumed he was trying not to hit so he can get captured. But also at the same time, uh, the fact that he just shot Tyrannosaurus head off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a close range.
0: Yeah. So all in all, I would say this is a good episode, though not quite as good as last one. There's like a lot of like a lot of stuff of like I didn't think of as a kid. And now I'm just like, hey, wait a second. And again, for comp- particularly compared to the last episode, like last episode did a great job of having this, the, like mm. a plot, the competition, and then even though Ter- Tigertron was in a l- only a little bit of it. You still got a good idea of his personality, and he had a pretty good showing. This it's like all you know is like she's a sexy spider assassin lady. She has literally has like two lines and not much in the way of character. She literally act, kind of disappears by the end.
1: Is one so, of those lines Black or acne and terrorize, or is there was there another one I'm forgetting?
0: I she I think she gets she speaks up during the debate because she's like willing to like throw Megatron under the bus. I think she says black Arachnea to arise, and she says the line to cheat her after opinion, and like that's all. She she does get better in this show, just in case anyone's a little bummed that our first female character doesn't get to do much. But uh, it might be a bit of a rough road getting there. Hmm. But yeah, overall it was good. It was a pretty fun, funny episode. Uh, the animation was pretty good. They had a lot of like little mm-hmm. subtle kind of character animation. They maybe went a bit overboard with some of like the damage models, because by the time like the Predacons are are left and the, uh, they are blown up to heck and back.
1: Yeah, they, actually, speaking of the animation, there was a something I forgot to mention. Uh, where was it? Yeah. Uh, it was it was from Megatron. He said something about uh, where it was, but he, shake, he like, he, like shake, Bob's his head. Uh, emphasize something? I thought it was. It was when he was uh had a full screen had I thought I made a note of it. It's a I forgot though. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Oh well. Yeah. So but, I yeah, so I guess but, that brings to the end of the episode. Uh kind of talk about what Black but I I like we're gonna hold off on doing a full character spotlight. Cause uh again, she doesn't get to do too much. There will be there'll be some episodes where she get she does get a lot of character out more, so we'll go into it more as we get there.
1: Yeah, so I have uh, I have the bio here. Uh, I'm not sure how much I can actually... Uh, I'll read as much as I, as I can. All right, yeah, so originally
0: it goes into, like, spoilers.
1: Later. Yeah, no, I, I'll definitely avoid the spoilers, but mm-hmm. uh, originally Maximal Protoform, Tarantulas reprogrammed Black Arachnia, and selected a distinctively Predacon Beast Mode. Highly intelligent and possessing incredible battle prowess, she proved to be a dangerous foe for the Maximals. Uh okay, and then the rest of it's spoilers. Um wait, well that's the next sentence is. Uh though devious with a desire for personal power, she still committed acts of extreme heroism. Oops. Oh. Uh and then the it's, quote they have for also it. is a is a is a bit of a spoiler. Uh-huh. okay. Yeah, that's re- 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 really good. Um her weakness, uh wayward ambitions often lead black rack, to Overlook mm-hmm. or ignore the inherent risks of such endeavors, putting her in danger. Yeah. Uh, and this is the last thing I'll say, but uh, at some point she does get a, a an upgrade, a form upgrade.
0: Oh yeah. Anyhow, uh, so I guess this brings us to our episode of MVPs. Uh, uh, Dad, who, who's your MVP for this episode?
1: Oh, I gotta give the rat trap, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the. Yeah, um, like he, he basically. This is honestly, this is probably as close to a Rat Trap focused episode if we, as we've gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he uh, he was he was funny. He was he was wily. He he was Rat Trap.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel yeah. The kind of build on some of the stuff that was established in some of the previous episodes, but like kind of getting to form. This is this is this is more the Rat Trap I remember from this show than in the first episode where he was uh Telling Optimus to get slagged mm. when he was getting ordered to like go and save Cheater.
1: So Does that mean uh, Red Trap is your MVP as well?
0: Uh, no, my MVP is Megatron. Like he, uh, he gets a lot of good lines, and uh, he had a plan that was actually kind of working. You know they they get a proto they get a proto form in the episode in this episode, so he kind of gets a partial win. Mm.
1: Oh, let So uh, uh, remind you. So he went out, he went out to the CR chamber. I think this might be a good time to read the, uh, since we're trying to f- fill in the thing, uh-huh. uh, good, good time to read that entry from the glossary. So uh-huh. surprisingly, given the violent nature of the Great War and all that followed, few Cybertronians are well-trained in the art of repair and maintenance. During the era of the Maxwell's and Predicons, the development of automatic repair facilities, partially compensated for the lack of medics, dubbed CR for cryogenic regeneration chambers, these constructs uh, resemble holding tanks or, or pools that uh, the subjects are lowered into for repairs. Each is equipped with spare parts, surgical instruments, welding equipment, nanotech compounds, and lasers to repair uh, slash regenerate the intricate systems of modern era Uh Both planet-based headquarters and starships alike are generally outfitted with a bank of CR chambers, while... Incredibly useful, CR chambers cannot perform extremely intricate tasks such as regeneration of entire limbs. Mm-hmm. So those things we saw them getting, uh, like, lifted out of when the that the pod came, uh, I, I think that was the, at least the Predacon version of the CR chamber. But I thought those things... Oh, saw,
0: huh? Yeah, yeah, we saw them there.
1: Yeah, no, okay. I, I just thought that the... Uh, yeah, we mentioned, like, how it if, kind of felt like they are coming out of the pits of hell. Yeah. But... uh. I thought the maximal version was those things they emerged from in the first episode.
0: I think so. I mean, like yeah. it's always there's always like that pod that they go into, which weirdly really, I think sometimes looks like they're hatched to get into the ship. I don't know if they reuse the model.
1: They probably do. That's probably it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh,
0: oh. So. Anyway, speaking of uh, Megatron almost like winning, uh, next episode we're going to get uh, is the probe the Maximals might have a chance to go home could this be the end of the beast wars uh, spoiler it's only episode nine so not not really but that but it's uh but that one again a pretty a pretty good episode from what I remember
1: Yep. hi everyone uh, future Dow cutting in here so excuse the audio because I'm using my onboard mic I just don't want to get my mic set up out for fif- what's probably gonna be a 15 second note Uh, So we made a mistake. The next episode is actually Better Mousetrap. We will be... uh, The Probe is the next episode to air, but on the DVD, on both of our individual sets of DVDs, the next episode is actually Better Mousetrap. Uh, Apparently they get switched on home video releases for some reason. We decided after some off-mic discussion, after we realized the problem, that uh, the next episode we're going to record will be a better mousetrap, and we'll, from this point onward, we will be going with the uh, DVD order. Uh, I don't believe there's going to be any problems uh, like this again. Uh, we'll we'll double-check the DVD order, just to be sure. Uh, now back to your regularly scheduled Axelon Archives. So uh, I guess this brings us
0: to closing. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> thank you for listening to the Axelon Archives. Mm-hmm. Uh, If you have any questions, want to guest on the show, or just want to talk about Beast Wars, you can reach us on on Twitter at at AxelonArchives, or by email at axelonarchives at gmail.com. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podknife. Please leave a rating or review, since it helps people find the show. And you can check us out on our website website at axelon.buzzsprout.com. If you want to follow either of us on Twitter, you can follow me at discord underscore inc.
1: You can follow me at Daufec. Uh That reminds me, actually. We actually had a message from the Golden Disk uh, oh, on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, at Ben Active, two Ns. I've uh, mm-hmm. been enjoying Axelon Archives, hashtag Beast Wars, hashtag Transformers, hashtag podcast, giving me the nostalgia feels. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's, I think that's actually our first interaction. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right.
0: Good. Oh, we can always use some more questions.
1: Yeah, ask ask us stuff, uh, tell us stuff, like uh, criticize, whatever. (laughs) Interact, talk to us, people.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, anyways, until next time, the Beast Wars continue.
1: Question mark.